0: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. The American Lung Association has released the results of its 19th annual State of Tobacco Control Report, an annual report card that tracks federal and state efforts to protect its residents from adverse impacts of tobacco. On the line with me to share some of the findings from the report is Erica Costa, Director of Advocacy for the American Lung Association. Thank you for joining me.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Erica, what are the five areas that the State of Tobacco Control Report card grades on and how did California... California score in each of them.
1: Yes, absolutely. The California report card that is based on the federal report looks in five areas. The first is Tobacco Prevention and Control Program Funding, so that's the money that we're putting into tobacco control and prevention. We received a B in that area. The next category is Smoke-Free Air, so this looks at work sites, schools, restaurants, bars retail stores, outdoor areas, recreational areas such as parks. We got an A in that area. The third area is tobacco taxes. So looking at the different types of taxes on tobacco products, such as cigars, smokeless tobacco, traditional combustible cigarettes, we received a B in that area. The fourth area is access to cessation services. So, this is how comprehensive healthcare is in California in terms of support for cessation services. So, support for folks who are looking to quit smoking, we received a C in that area. And then the fifth area, which is a new element that was added this year to the report, is for flavored tobacco products, and we received a B in that area.
0: So what do you think is the most critical area that we need to improve in?
1: I would say there's two. The first that is really top of mind for the American Lung Association is the use of flavored tobacco products. We know that flavored tobacco products really hook young children, in particular young people, and this is an opportunity for us to really take control of an area and protect the residents of california there was a bill that passed last year sb 793 and was signed by the governor but because of a referendum that was filed that is going to the implementation of that law is going to be delayed potentially for two years and so passing flavor tobacco restrictions on the local level is a real opportunity for California to be a leader in tobacco control and to protect the lives of Californians, particularly young people. And the second area that I would say is cessation services. So, And the reason I would say that is because we did well in other areas. We got A's and B's, but we got our lowest grade in the area of cessation services, which was a C grade, and that's because our state investment per smoker decreased from $3.26 to $3.04. And, you know, every year, state cessation grades fluctuate. There are many moving pieces of the grade, including um, changes in coverage, the median investment per smoke uh, per smoker, and even um, the, the information that we're able to collect in addition to the policy change. And as states rise above an S grade in any category, there's really less room between grades. So even small changes can impact the grade, so that's an area for improvement for us as well.
0: In your opinion, how do we make those changes?
1: For the first part, the flavored tobacco piece, what's really, really crucial is passing local ordinances that restrict the sale of flavored tobacco products. And what's even more important to know about passing these local ordinances is that they really need to be comprehensive, So comprehensive meaning there's no exemptions for any kind of flavor, particularly menthol. Menthol is a a flavor that sometimes gets exempted. So making sure there's no flavor uh, exemption for menthol and that it includes uh, as many products as possible, you know, that includes hookah, that it includes smokeless tobacco and just making sure they're really comprehensive. So if we can do that across the state, we can really make a big difference and then That way we can have momentum and potentially get a statewide law uh, to be passed SB 793 when it's put before the voters. And so passing uh, local ordinances is really crucial to the flavor tobacco uh, piece. And then in regards to the cessation, just increasing our investment. So we had a decrease. Investment per smoker from $3.26 to $3.04. And so just making sure that we are investing in cessation services can improve our grade in that category.
0: You mentioned briefly the impact that the use of flavored tobacco products is having on young people. How about other communities?
1: Yes. So as a result of decades of targeting by big tobacco, including with flavored tobacco products such as menthol in particular, so many Americans, young people, but also communities of color and the LGBTQ plus community and underserved folks are really disproportionately harmed by tobacco-related death and disease. And so it's really important to remove all of these flavored products off the market and make sure that any ordinances that are passed on the local level are truly comprehensive.
0: What resources are available for someone who is trying to quit their use of tobacco products or for someone who is trying to convince a loved one to quit?
1: Yes, so for anyone who is trying to quit smoking, who is really, really making a serious cessation attempt, you can talk to our experts at the American Lung Association Lung Helpline. And that's 1-800-LUNG-USA. That's 1-800-586-4872. Any last thoughts for us? The last thing that I would just say is passing tobacco control policy at the local level is really crucial. And we encourage local jurisdictions to pass very comprehensive flavored tobacco ordinances. And, you know, even amid the pandemic, You know, tobacco use remains a very serious public health threat. And in addition to tobacco-related death and disease, smoking increases the risk of the most severe impacts of COVID-19, making ending tobacco use really more important than ever.
0: I've been speaking with Erica Costa, director of advocacy for the American Lung Association, about the results of the 19th annual State of Tobacco Control Report, which came out this past Wednesday. You can check out the findings for yourself at lung.org forward slash SOTC. Erica, thank you so much for speaking with us today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.